Welcome back, everybody. Oh, my God. I am back in the A chair. I miss a day. And here I am. I'm back. I'm leading the way. I'm I'm so excited to see all your faces. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope we don't get hit with copyright with that one. And the best <laughs> best part is since since I'm in the A chair and you missed out on me for a week, I'm going to torture you. Every single one of you is being tortured. All oh, <laughs> oh, right. No. I was going to say me or especially or, uh, you, Tim. No. Especially you. Not again. Not again. <laughs> no, it is so good to be back. I apologize to our uh thousands of listeners uh, especially those in russia especially those in russia i know and those in troops, the future <laughs> are really all those troopers are really into what's going on in our podcast right um, uh no it's an exciting show nfl free agency we're gonna we, we got a lot to get through but before we get through that guys we got to get people to like and subscribe so if you haven't done so already whatever platform you're listening or watching like subscribe smash smash the button guys um very easy hit the bell for those alerts and we all right nfl i want to get into the nfl right away um vince we don't have we're not going to run through scores at the top of the show no just give me some of the quick hitters on some of these free agents and then we'll jump into the the free agency that affects our our teams that we typically cover right so the official legal tampering uh, time begins basically it's such a weird phrase like you the the thing that's not allowed the, the the law breaking it's legal law breaking now like it's so weird i hate that phrase they, sh- they should just call it like the negotiating period i guess for contracts or whatever but uh, <laughs> anyway, it's it, it's fucking weird but we're we're moving on okay so jason kelsey is going to come back for one uh for one more year to philly one year nine mil um tyler's pretty thrilled about that i would imagine I certainly am. I one more chance at glory. I love it. Get another ring before you go out on top. Why not? Sounds great. Um, so the Vikings have released Adam Thielen. They are no longer hooked on a Thielen. They are releasing a Thielen. That's a sad, sad day uh, for the Minnesota native. You know that was his hometown team, uh, but you know that's the that's the business, and kind of could see that coming. Jalen Ramsey was traded to Miami. The Los Angeles Rams will receive a third round pick and tight end Hunter along from Miami in his place. Uh, Great least? trade. Great trade. Please. <laughs> so he went from Florida to LA to Florida. Is that how that worked out? <laughs> Different Florida. Right, he's right? going to, he's going to a loaded Miami team. He he I was, mean, well, he was in Jacksonville. Right. And then he went to Baltimore and then he went was, to okay. LA. Okay. And then I knew there was a team in between. Miami. I just couldn't figure out which yeah, one it was. Yeah, it, uh, he, he keeps getting passed along, but he keeps playing really well wherever he ends up. So um, I think he's probably one of those teammates. It's good when you're winning. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Could be. Um, the Patriots send Johnu Smith to Atlanta. Um, uh, Johnu Smith gets to reunite with his old uh, offensive coordinator, who's now the head coach in Atlanta, uh, uh, Arthur Smith. Uh, that so there's that. All right. Um, Mike McGlinchey to Denver, five years, eighty-seven and a half million. Uh, good mean, for him to get that bag. You mean Suplex McGlinchey? Suplex McGlinchey. Good for him. Get your bag. Uh, the 49ers were never going to pay him that much. No. Uh, that's I don't understand how he got that much money knowing how he just got completely dogged and manhandled in that Dallas Cowboy game. You know, uh, it's uh, uh, probably a little bit of a lack of availability at the position. And if you're, if you're the best one available, even if you're mid, you know, you're going to get paid like you're the best guy of guy there. So I wonder uh, what the, I, I wonder what the guaranteed money is on that because uh, that, could, probably, that five years is more probably like a one or two year deal. I, I think it's probably closer to three. I'd have to look into it, but well, it's yeah. not on your list here. But I also want to point out that Denver just got one of the best backup quarterbacks of all time. Oh, that's right. If you ask a, a certain uh, disgraced former Raiders head coach, at least uh, <laughs> Jarrett Stidham. <laughs> gonna play backup in Denver, so there's that. Uh, Patrick Peterson, uh, he, is might going to sign... oh, <laughs> he might win that job. He might win that job. 
Uh, what is there saying? Kid. Giddy on up. Yeah. <laughs> Broncos country, let's ride. You're right. Oh, God. He should uh, be. He, uh, Russell Wilson should probably work at a Texas roadhouse. Giddy on up. Order <laughs> table. That's ready. right. Learn that square dance whenever they play the magic song, you know? <laughs> uh, Patrick Peterson's going to Pittsburgh. Uh, so Pittsburgh's getting a little bit of help on the back end. So that's good for them. So they've Carol- got, oh, wait, go Pittsburgh's got Patrick Peterson and then they've got, um, what's that other cornerback kid that they got that they they traded for last season? I can't remember his name, but he was a stud too. So I, I think they pretty much just shirt up the back end of, of, of their defense there. So. I'm, yeah, I, I mean, like what I, that kid's name is. I think they're hoping if a uh, young small hand Jimmy Garoppolo could uh, handle it, aka Kenny Pickett, uh, maybe maybe if he you know takes small. a little bit of a step forward. <laughs> small he, hand, yeah, small handed. He, he's the younger small handed Jimmy baby Garoppolo. Hands? He's mid. Uh, yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick. That's the other. Yeah, that was a trade from year. Miami a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like they pretty much shored up that back end for them. Yeah, for sure. They got a lot more holes to plug. Just that I'm just saying, but. Okay, so here's a here's a big one. Carolina traded up to the number one pick, and they gave Chicago their number nine pick and 61 for this year. Uh, first rounder in 2024, 2025 second rounder, and DJ Moore also getting out. So who do get- you think won this deal? Because I've been hearing it all over. I've heard nothing but Chicago winning this deal. Anybody yeah, who I picks, feel like thinks Chicago, Chicago it's, definitely it's won this one-sided. deal. It's one-sided. I mean, if, if anybody thinks Carolina won this deal, they are Carolina super fans and they're blind. <laughs> that's that. That's it. Like, like I don't know what circles you're running in, Sam, but that every circle that I see, uh, Chicago came up big on this one. I mean, they're not looking for a quarterback right now. They decide, and they get DJ Moore. They get a true guy who's capable of being a number one re- wide receiver. For their new quarterback, you know, I think they did the, you know, I think Chicago's thinking is like you add talent and you add the draft capital. And if we go with, with uh, Justin Fields uh, one more season, you got the draft capital to go up and get a guy like, you know, so if you need to hit the reset button, you can do that next year. You're going to have, you're going to have the draft capital. If you wanted, if you wanted to go out and get a prospect to add, you have all that. And then you reset the clock uh, of paying the quarterback. Um, and then you get, you get a really good player in return. Like, yeah, they yeah, this won this. Knuckleheads. I, I'm curious though, with DJ Moore being there, does that raise Chase Claypool's uh, draft stock for some folks? Because, uh, like, like in fantasy? Yeah. Because he didn't do good when, when, yeah, uh, and, I, I think Chase when Juju Claypool was is, there. I think Chase Claypool is just a two. He's a, he's a number two guy. And they tried well, to make yeah. him a one in that trade, and it just did not work at all. Well, what but I mean is that like Claypool is like is like the Juju, right? So Juju was the was was the AJ Brown. Like he got all the receptions because AJ Brown got covered, and then Chase got all the receptions because Juju kept getting covered in in Pittsburgh. So I wonder if no. Chase's stock's going to go up. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think so. I think I think Chase Claypool might be a sleeper type guy. We'll, we'll have to see what. Um, how, how the offense looks going forward there because i'm looking at the rest of the wide receiving core i ain't nothing really impressing me here yeah I no mean, i mean byron pringle is not impressing me <laughs> yeah i mean it, it, it's a little interesting there we'll, we'll see how it goes um sam darnold is coming to the niners on a one-year Dick deal darnold. um hell he, yeah i i don't you know what i don't even think he makes a team <laughs> i i, oh, I, he'll I make think the he's team. there he, that's the starting gonna... quarterback no he, <laughs> don't you diss uh, that future quarterback did you just like blank out on how many quarterbacks you lost last season due to injuries? He makes the team. <laughs> no, no, no. I, uh, they're going to uh, stick with two, I think, going forward. Uh, they're going to hope for the best. And uh, I, I just, I don't think Sam Darnold, even if Sam Darnold, even if they go with three quarterbacks, you're saying Sam Darnold is not going to be the guy. Who think- was there? Who was there? Uh, the guy that had to come in for him. And, and, and then they, they put per- Purdy. Josh Johnson. Johnson. Josh Johnson, you're saying you're saying he can't beat him. I don't know. No, Josh Johnson's not on the team anymore. He's off no. the team. No, no, no. So, so I'm I'm saying there's going to be another quarterback that the Niners get that's going to fill up fill on the back end, and maybe Sam Darnold can beat him out to be the third stringer, but maybe not. I mean, I would not be surprised at all if Sam Darnold doesn't ever actually play 
uh, even suit up for the Niners. You know, I like yeah. uh, I, it would not shock me. Yeah, I just I, I have zero faith in him uh, ever since he saw ghosts when he was on the Jets against the Patriots on Monday Night Football. That was that was the end of him. I wonder uh, why they brought him in. Do you think that was a uh, McCaffrey, you know, kind of bring him in? Because I, I know that he's got something. No, 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 no. That was not McCaffrey at all. I think it's um, my I think it's Kyle Shanahan. Uh, basically, it's a guy that when it was time to draft Sam Darnold a few years ago, it's a guy that he was kind of interested in. And maybe he's he's going to see if there's if he can work with him, if he can unlock something that everybody else wasn't able to i mean these coaches have egos the size of the fucking planet and and it it would not surprise me to see sam darnold get a like they'll give him a shot in preseason but then like i I don't think anything's there and i think he ends up getting cut before uh real games start so that's that's my prediction um all right so what's what's the next uh free agent Derek Carr going to New Orleans. Oh, Sam, Carr. I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I'm interested in some Saints games. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, you know, definitely, you know, am I going to follow every single Saints game and, you know, every quarter? And I'm not going to be absolutely dialed in, but I'm interested. And of course I'm rooting for him. You know, I'm, I'm, wishing him success if these two teams somehow made it into the super bowl i'm still going for the raiders obviously but i wish him the best he was the only i mean really guys think about this i've said this numerous times Derek carr was really the only decent respectable constant thing that you had as a raiders fan for 10 years and you know i'm not saying he's uh freaking Tom Brady over here. The dude didn't even win a playoff game. I'm just saying this franchise has been so down. He's been the one positive thing that didn't make stupid ass decisions on or off the field, except fumbles. We know how I feel about the fumbles. (laughs) Um, So I wish him the best. Um, I think it's a good fit. Um, I think he finally has a defense that can play inside the top 19. He's never had a defense rank inside the top 20. Um, so that that says a lot. Uh, wish him the best. I, you know, New Orleans looked like a pretty decent team last season. They were a quarterback shy of actually being potentially a contender. I don't know if they're a Super Bowl contender, but they're a playoff contender. You know, um, I don't I don't know if this puts them over the top, but in the NFC, I think it could put them in the top five. Yeah, I mean the the NFC South is just uh, dog not shit. Very, I, I think is the um, the scientific term is dog shit. I believe. Um, <laughs> they, uh, I got I got to check with the chemist on, paper, on that. But on paper, they would be the favorite. They would be my favorite to come out. Yeah, I mean, the, with with Tampa Bay, they only went eight and nine last year, right. and they've lost the Hall of Fame quarterback. So uh, I, I don't see them taking a step forward. Uh, with Kyle Trask that definitely right. not. So, so at this point who's left, you know, and then I think that it falls to the saints, you know, I, I picture right now I'm picturing Derek they have Carr dressed as Thanos, like, and where that led you back to me, you know, I mean, so. I mean, I think, I think saints defense is, is average in, and sometimes above plays above average, but again, they are in a pretty weak division. My question mark is who's he going to have, Offensively, I mean, wide receiver wise, Michael Thomas has been a no show pretty much for the last like four Chris years. Chris Olave, that's who he has. Chris yeah, Olave okay. is the new guy, and right, but but I mean, like Alvin Kamara with all of his legal issues is he even going to see the field next year. I mean, there's yeah, a lot of but, question yeah, marks I offensively. Mean, uh, yeah, Kamara's definitely going to get uh, suspended, but I don't know how long that suspension is going to be. Is it going to be a three game, a six game, a full year? That's Obviously, we don't know that, and that's that's a question that we need to get answered before now. we know. Yeah, right now, <laughs> God damn it, Goodell, answer it right fucking now. Peace. Fair points made. All right, I'm on uh, the phone Vince. with him right now. I'm gonna get an answer. All right, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Tim. Appreciate it. Vince. Yeah. 
you, you got to be pretty happy about this next one, huh? All right. So fuck, Jim, fuck you. So Jimmy Garoppolo to Las Vegas, three years, 67.5 with 33 million guaranteed. He's off of my hands. He's on your hands, Sam. Uh, <laughs> honestly, you know, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, you had Derek Carr. I do. It makes total I, sense I get to it. me. This I think, is the I definition of lateral move to I, me. Exactly. I think it's a lateral move on talent or as far, you know, as far as numbers, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk on our local radio because, you know, because of the time we're in the Bay area and Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, formerly the 49ers quarterback. And, you know, he has some, some highlights. I think I understand why the Raiders did this because what did they say as they were giving Derek Carr the boot, right? All the leaking, was that he just wasn't picking up the offense. He he wasn't picking up the terminology. He wasn't making the right reads. Um, so I think what they're thinking is they're going to make a lateral move to a quarterback who's competent. You know, just just have somebody who's competent. Maybe you can get more of, uh, you know, Stiddy in the uh, 49er game, right? Like you saw somebody execute the offense really well. He looked good against a really good 49ers defense. Um, then he looked like shit against the Chiefs, you know, the following week. Um, I still think they're in the market for a quarterback. I don't think a free agent quarterback, but I think this is an opportunity where they could go up, possibly get a quarterback, or if a quarterback falls to them, um, they could take a quarterback at seven, uh, depending on what happens there. Um, I actually am really hoping that, somehow one of these these um edge rushers falls to the raiders um that's actually what i'm hoping for is <laughs> you need a hell of a lot more on defense to to compete and there are some game changers on defense so i think um i think you can actually there's some really good talent on on the top 5 for edge rushers i think you could probably trade down to like 10 11 12 and still pick up a rusher. Um, I don't know. I, I'm kind of hoping that a top flight defender falls to him uh, somehow. And then you roll, you roll with Jimmy. And then maybe next year you can, you can find a quarterback free agent, or maybe <clears throat> there's also talk about, they're really interested in um, shout out Julie Hayner's uh, boy, uh, KTVU news <laughs> from Fresno state. Oh. Um <laughs> so there, there's talks that uh, they're really interested in him in the, you know, in the later rounds too. So they might get a quarterback. It just may not be a first round quarterback. Okay. All right. So this, this brings us to the last one that we have to call out, at least for now, unless some breaking news happens. Uh, Tyler has given me a middle finger. I'm going to stretch this out a little bit longer. The 49ers have signed former Eagles defensive tackle, Javon Hargrave. For four years, 84 million, 21 a year. Uh, that's great money if you can get it. And he's a hell of a player. And that defensive line in San Francisco, uh, an already formidable line, just got a whole lot scarier. So uh, good luck, the rest of the NFL, man. I'm really excited for this signing. Tyler, go ahead, buddy. I'm not happy about it, man. When I saw that, I was like, that's a load of fucking dog shit, man. <laughs> I mean, look, you got, we don't even know if we're going to have Bradbury, you know? So <laughs> I mean, I'm happy we got Kelsey back, but in the meantime, you know, we're, we're dropping players left and right here that I, I think are crucial players and Hargrave is one of those crucial players. So I don't know, man. I mean, you guys got a great pickup. I, I wish nothing the best. I think there's this weird Eagles 49er connection that seems to happen with a lot of our players, like more often than any other team, which is weird to me. I can't really, pinpoint how or why that is but uh no i'm happy for him to get get my get the money that he needed i don't know if he was going to get that per se in in philadelphia um, but that just means that we now have to lock down gardner or or slay or somebody of that nature so um work's not done on our front to be to be fair but uh no hell of a pickup for you guys i'm i'm mad i'm pissed off about it but hey he got paid i can't i can't be upset with that that is it, it it feels good feels great baby you good. mentioned uh yeah. james bradbury being a free agent so is chauncey gardner johnson mm -hmm. 
uh just saw another one slaves a free agent (laughs) so we've got a lot of things that we need to like sure up your uh your veteran our our running back is a free agent so um which i think we're probably gonna move on from from him um not to say i mean he had one hell of a year which is great for him because it was a contract year but i think who the eagles are targeting miles sanders yeah, I think who the Eagles are targeting in the draft, we're probably going to uh, move on from uh, from Miles Sanders to be to be fair. So um, some people yes. have us getting a cornerback, but I don't think that's true. I, I think we're I think we're picking up a running back. To be fair, yeah, Sanders is um, he's a talented you're, running you're, back, you're, but he's not he, he's not the guy that you want to give a loaded contract to. You know, a big Saquon Barkley type contract. You don't want to do that for Miles Sanders for sure. Yeah, I think we're probably going to pick up Bijan Robinson. I mean, that kid is basically the what Miles Sanders is plus more. So, um, yeah, he's the biggest name coming out of this draft as far as running backs are concerned. At least all the fantasy, uh, all the fantasy football experts, they're salivating over Bijan Robinson. So we'll see where he ends up landing as well. That'll be that'll be one big story to follow as we go. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Eagles have two picks this draft. We've got a 10th pick, and then we've got, a, uh, I think, a 31st pick. Um, I, I'd be shocked if Bijan Robinson falls way down to 31, so I'd probably sweep him fast and get him on the 10th pick and then maybe pick up a defensive rusher or maybe a cornerback with my 31st pick. But, That's a yeah. hot take. A running back in the top 10? Especially the He's, way the league chews up running backs? I mean, even it's if fair, it's but, but how many running back, is, But how many running yeah. backs are going to go in the first round? I don't think there's going to be any other running backs but him going in the first right. round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think he probably, I'd like, I think he might fall into the into the 20s or something, but I don't think, I agree. I don't think he's around at 31. So if you do, if the Eagles do want him, they're going to have to trade back and get him, uh, trade back a little bit because I yeah, think 10 is too high true. to get him as well. So, I mean, yeah, we'll, we we'll could, see. We could do there's, that. Yeah. There's, there's, there's plenty of things to happen before now in the draft. Uh, so as for now, that's that. That's the news that's fit to print for now for the legal tampering period, and obviously some more will news will break as the week goes on, and the free agency officially starts on Wednesday. So you might be hearing this, and we're talking about old news now at this point, but it's still a lot of fun to discuss and hang out. And you the know, next time we talk, you guys. we're probably talking Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's so where wild. the smoke is. Uh, Trey, uh, Trey Wingo, I think said that um, it's all, oh, it's basically a done deal. So we'll yeah, see if that yeah. actually happens but or before, through. before we move on to another subject here, I just had one question for you, Sam. Does it bother you that the Raiders went and got uh, Jimmy G before even discussing possibilities of getting um, what's his name in Baltimore? Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I know uh, Lamar is a restricted free agent in terminology speaks that they can match his offer sheet, but I mean, you don't even want to try and kick the tires to see if you can get him. I mean, I think as a fan. Yeah. Because you, you know, he's the MVP, this crazy talent. Um, and I, you know, I've been asking all year what was going on with this situation. Just, he was supposed to be back in a couple of weeks and then it was a couple more weeks and then no timetable. Um, do I think the Raiders, maybe they kicked the tires. Um, Lamar Jackson's his own agent. He's representing himself. Yeah. So that means teams call Lamar Jackson. Um, so like, I don't know how those conversations go. I don't know if Ziegler's like, Hey, Lamar, are you interested in being a Raider? And he's like, no, or it's, you know, I want this much money. And he, he's stuck on this fully guaranteed contract. And I don't think any team is going to give him that. You know, I don't think any, you know, it's a, uh, what's his name uh, in Minnesota? Uh, and, Kirk, Cousins. Uh, Deshaun, Kirk Cousins and Deshaun Watson, the, Deshaun Watson that are the outliers. Like the NFL does not want to fully guarantee quarterback contracts. Yeah. And I mean, Kirk Cousins is also not a lot of money either. I think it was 84 million for three years or something like that. So, I mean, for, for quarterbacks, that's not a ton of money. So, um, but Deshaun Watson, 
that one that, like that's just the browns being that's fucking the, idiots man that's the crazy and that's what that's what's come what i've been reading and what i've been listening to is that's what lamar jackson wants that fully guaranteed contract and a long-term deal but then there's also this concern about this lower body injury that is he going to be able to hold up um you know so if you're the raiders are you going to are you going to hit your wagon you know to that um when you when you've there's been a ton of uh, interviews coming out with Ziegler and he's talking about kind of like the history of the Raiders as an outsider, just somebody who's in the league watching the, watching the Raiders and now being with the Raiders. And he, it's actually like a really good interview. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work out. You don't know how these things are going to work out, but I really appreciated his, the interview that he did do. Um, But he talks about like, you know, this franchise is basically, you know, have had has had so many dramatic events happen to it. I mean, you're talking the Mayock Gruden draft class is like the worst draft class in history. And then you add what you know what happened with Gruden, the Antonio Brown, you know, just everything that this franchise has attempted to do has just been a failure. Um, the jury is still out with moving to Las Vegas. It's, it's a, it's a good move now because you got the stadium, but if you continue to be terrible on the field, it's going to be a bad move. Like, you know, so if I'm the Raiders in Lamar Jackson says the only way I'm coming to Las Vegas is on a fully guaranteed contract. And that's 150, $200 million. No, the answer is no. I'm taking Jimmy G because you're not going to win with just a quarterback. A quarterback covers up a lot of holes on a team. It's the most important position, but you still need a You still need a team. And the 49ers showed that. The Eagles showed that and the Chiefs showed that, you know, you, you got to have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. We talked about in depth what they did in that Super Bowl, but those, those were the two best teams in the league, the Eagles and, and the Chiefs. So you, you need, you need depth, not just Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see what Jalen Hurts is going to get. I know that his contract negotiation is going to start at 50 million. I think what what shocks me with Jimmy G is the guarantees. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what did he he got? uh, 72 million, 73 million guaranteed. Yeah. Okay. 33 guaranteed. 33 guaranteed. 67 and a half is what we have written here. NFL network is showing 72. When Uh, it broke, when it broke, it said 67 and a half with 33 million guaranteed. All right. I mean, Anyway, you're, you're talking a little over 30 million guaranteed either way. So, um, and then obviously incentives. No, and you guys are right. bonuses. Sorry. You guys are right. Yeah. 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 So and he's also, he's also going to meet so many porn stars down there. <laughs> that's the set. That's not the center, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for the season to start. Hopefully, my Eagles don't deplete their whole entire defense and offense to do so. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. No, I mean, you know, it, the NFL don't sleep. I mean, it's just really exciting uh, time. There's a lot of rumors of trades we didn't even touch on. So this time next week, we're gonna have even more. Uh, we're gonna be talking free agency for the football. Pretty much be done. There'll be some like guys probably. Uh, you know, some some later not top 100 guys will probably be signing, uh, but we'll probably have news on Aaron Rodgers. We'll probably have more news on what's going on with Lamar Jackson. And then we're getting into the draft. Um, I'm super excited for the NFL draft. Uh, this one feels extra. Like we need it as a, as a Raiders fan, like we really need this draft to go right. So maybe I'm just extra interested in this draft, but. I'm excited. I'm excited for this draft. Well, maybe the cool this thing is, is the one we get right. The cool thing is with the NFL draft, you know, coming around to a beginning of the football means we're getting to the end of the NBA here. So um, 
you got some points here on the NBA. You want to fill me in with what the big news is? Big stars playing, big stars not playing. What's the deal? What's the sitch? Kevin Durant is he's out twisted ankle during warmups. Uh, so the best uh, he might be ready by the first round of the playoffs. So what's your guys's take on Kevin Durant? Damn. So <laughs> the Suns just have a notorious monkey on their back that they just can't keep dudes healthy. If, if it's Chris Paul, if it's Devin Booker, if it's Aiton, and now Kevin Durant. So I don't know what they're doing there. I mean, Kevin Durant's thing is a freak injury, but you might want to revisit the medical staff too and be like, are we getting these guys ready? You know, are they dieting right? Like what is going on? Why are we getting dudes hurt left and right? What's happening here? Yeah. He- Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Vince. Oh, I was just going to say it's it, it, it's kind of fun to see Phoenix try so hard, a bunch of tryhards, and then something like this happens. And now uh, a team that I was very, very afraid of that when the trade was made, now all of a sudden I'm not afraid anymore, even if he does come back, because he, they hadn't quite integrated, you know, into the – and they're going to have to try to – integrate him into the system in the playoffs i i don't know that how well that's going to work out i mean so so we'll see we'll see if if they make it to the second round if he's not available in the first round who knows i mean this is this is the phoenix suns just going full phoenix sun you know (laughs) that's that's what it is they went full phoenix suns is what happened here their new owner reminds me of 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 the knight's uh, ownership he just came in and just fucking laid all his chips down immediately and was like i'm putting on the table this is what's gonna happen i mean he got rid of you know arguably one of his better players in mikhail bridges who is blossoming as a star in brooklyn by the way he is killing it out there so i'm happy for him yeah. i hated seeing him when he was on when he was playing with phoenix because he was just such a great defender i mean he locked down all of our guys so just a great player but uh yeah, no, this new ownership just came in big swinging, big, big swinging. So we'll see, you know, maybe it pays off. Maybe it doesn't pay off. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, speaking of twisted ankles, Kuminga twisted his ankle in pregame warmups. Uh, he's now questionable uh, for, you know, for the game against the, uh, the next game against the Suns, it looks like. Oh, oddly enough. Ah, look at that. Small world. Twisted ankle yeah. playing against the Suns next. Ah. Tonight. everything's connecting everything's connecting like you know <laughs> it's it, it's like it's like the marvel universe man it's all connecting but it's you know basketball injuries his is so. his isn't as bad though i mean katie had a grade two high ankle sprain uh Kamingo's was a i don't even think grade one or something it wasn't even really anything major um he posted some instagram video today that he was like dancing so everyone's joking around saying that he'll probably play tonight do by his own dancing video he did so i don't know what you guys are doing i mean just you don't need to go that hard in pregames you know just just lay it up go sit down put some ice down on your knees you know relax get ready for the game i don't know man i actually kind of <laughs> in a weird way i disagree i think pregame you do want to start amping it up i don't think you need to go 100 but you should definitely be hitting 70 or 80 you know, I, you want to get, you want to make sure your body's ready for the real game. So that, that's what the warms, warmups are for. Well, the just don't land there. on someone's foot or twist your yeah. own damn ankle. Yeah. Please. Just, you know, act like you know how to walk. Right. Okay. Doing this Learning. He's a very young player. He's very young. Yeah, player. no, he's wise so above his uh, years with his uh, personal life. Just saying. Well, he's very wise. Like the wise old sage Draymond Green has become. Uh, so the Draymond Green and Dylan Brooks saga has continued. Oh, the gift that keeps on giving. Um, it, th- this is kind of like, it's fun to be a fan and have this, I don't even want to say rivalry because it, to me, it's not, it's, it's only a rivalry of, of beef. It's not even, a, it's not really a rivalry because like let's be real it's one-sided it's one-sided right now and the grizzlies won the game uh you know the last time the warriors and the grizzlies played and there's this whole beef between draymond and dylan brooks and then draymond goes on his podcast and 
tears him a new one. Uh, but then the Warriors lose the game. And I believe there's another game in next week. Uh, in like two, three days or something like that. Yeah, three or four days, um, something like that. But this whole like rivalry talk, not a rivalry. It's one-sided. <laughs> no, I mean, Dylan Brooks has got to be the worst Canadian I've ever met in my life. Um, he also went on the record after the game. I mean, clearly, the I'm okay with Draymond talking the shit that he does because, I mean, it's just what he does. I think what irritated me is that we didn't back it up when we actually played against Memphis. So that kind of sucked. But uh, Dylan Brooks went on to go talk after the game that uh, I guess uh, – Kyrie Irving doesn't have Kevin Durant anymore, so he wants to shut him up and lock him down too. And I, I don't know why he's talking. The man was the most inefficient player for the Grizzlies that night when they did play the Warriors. I think he shot like three for fifteen, so it wasn't like he was a fucking great player out there. It wasn't like he was blowing the doors off defending either. So, Dylan Brooks, you can talk all you want. But if you ain't got no rings, your words are meaningless against the Warriors. Just saying that, hands down. Yeah, I I I, I highly doubt. And then add in uh John Morant, this whole situation with him, like, can you really see that team advancing deep into the playoffs? No. Like, come on. No, I mean, they're gonna get a they'll probably win their first uh round, uh, depending on who they end up playing. But I mean uh, it would not surprise me to see him even blow it there at this point. Right. They're just, you know, a bunch of knuckleheads, man. And uh, a well-prepared um, team with talent can really just, I think that they'll beat the brakes off of them because there's, there's no discipline, you know, we're discipline gonna get basketball in, we're gonna get really to the Warriors in a second, but like, even if you played the Warriors in the playoffs uh, with all the struggles that the Warriors have, it's just hard for me to believe that the Warriors, you put them in a, in a seven game series. I got to I, I know the percentages of the regular season. Don't tell me this, but I think they're going to, they could steal one in the playoffs. Like they yeah. have shown that they can do that, um, that they could steal one. And that's all you need. You just need the one. <laughs> they're still really good at home. So they have the ingredients to go on a miracle run. I'm not saying that's what they're going to do. I'm just saying, if you think you're going to come in and beat the warriors, you're probably going to have to beat them twice at home. Um, Cause the, to me, the warriors are going to steal one on your floor. So you're going to have to beat them twice at, at chase, depending on the seating, I guess, you know, I mean, like my temperature on the warriors runs, you know, hot and cold by game by game. You know, sometimes I think we're not going to make the playoffs. Sometimes I think we're world beaters. I have no idea. I, it's the most weird feeling I've ever had rooting for this team since their championship run has started. Uh, but if I'm picking a team to go against first, I mean, yeah, it's going to be wild and crazy, you know, technicals and refs and all that shit. But I actually kind of want Memphis. I mean, if Ja is playing distracted, Adams is not going to really be 100% in the playoffs, especially with that knee injury. Brandon Clark tore his ACL, so he's out for the season. So, honestly, I kind of would like the Memphis to be my first matchup if I'm picking a team. Oh, here's the um, here's the other news about that. Right now, the Grizzlies and the Kings, they are tied for the two seed. Uh, they have Grizzlies listed as, uh, uh, as the two seed and the Kings as the three seed. But they're both 40 wins, 26 losses. And the Nuggets are five games ahead. I don't think anybody's catching the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets end up cruising to the one seed. But that two seed is obviously a tight fight. And then the four through six, um, Suns are five, eight, eight and a half back of the Nuggets, uh, which translates to a two and a half game lead on the Warriors right now. So, and the Clippers are in there too, only a half a game ahead of the Warriors. So that's an interesting fight. And then you look at the play-in games, Timberwolves, Mavericks, they're both 34 and 34. Jazz and Lakers, they're both 33 and 35. So uh, the Warriors only have a two-game lead on – oh, wow. On, and I look, Pelicans, Thunder, they're both 33 and 35 as well. So um, if the Warriors can not figure it out on the road, I, that they're in danger of falling out. But if they end up playing the Grizzlies, yeah, like you said, like if they somehow end up – I don't know, at a three, six against the Grizzlies or, or a two, seven against the Grizzlies. I'm not afraid of them by any means, you know? 
Um, no. I think the and, Kings would be a more fun series. Uh, oh, I agree. So, but yeah, the, I don't know who we played. If it was probably, I think it was the Grizzlies. We played the Grizzlies. And then the follow-up game on TNT was the uh, Kings and the Knicks. Dude, the Kings are for real. Like we don't get to watch them, unfortunately, because we get the blackout and us, you know, being in Northern California, uh, well, in the Bay Area, I should say. Dude, the Kings are for real. Like that was such a fun game to watch. They blew the doors off the Knicks. And I think the Knicks are like a third or fourth seed in, in the East or something like that, right? So uh, the Knicks are the, are the sixth seed right now, but they are 10 games above 500. So they're, yeah. the, the Knicks are legit right now. I mean, you want to talk about like, a mirrored image of the Warriors offense. I mean, that is to the T exactly what the Kings run and better than what the Warriors are doing right now. And the Kings don't even have a big man. Like they have Sabonis, who's what? I think he's six, nine, six, ten, somewhere around there. Right. So that's like the biggest dude that they've got. Other than that, I mean, they don't really have a true. They don't have like a true, true center, right? Like you don't have a seven footer. That's like, you know, being your defender and all that stuff. The Kings are just, they're for real. That was, that was a blast to watch. I'm glad I got to watch them on national television. I hope there's a few more games to get to, we get to watch too. Um, but yeah, light the beam. Oh, man. Shout out to Sabonis the is actually seven one. No way. Both shades. He's a 7-1. power forward. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Height seven foot one, two forty. Um, no way. He's a power forward. Yep. And Kevin Durant's listed at six ten. So do you believe that? I'm, I'm just telling you what I'm reading off of the athletic. Okay. Like, I don't believe it. Don't come down my road. Come down the athletics road. If you have a problem, man, bring your tape measure. To, Where's to your source one center. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> Where's your six foot nine him standing, him standing next to Kevin Durant is my source. <laughs> <laughs> he was standing on a box. <laughs> Wearing lifts. I don't know, but I'm just telling know, you what I see. Kings great great team to watch if you're looking to you know watch what the warriors used to look like in their prime primes like that that's that's what the kings are running right now so um i gave a lot of shit to their coach when he uh took over in the playoffs for the warriors and blew that game but uh now he's got them uh he's got them running pretty good so you get the yeah. chance watch a king's game mike brown is a hell of a coach and um uh, when he was the head coach in Cleveland, obviously he was having to deal with the whole LeBron of it all. So that's a tough ask for any head coach. And then he kind of got, ended up getting railroaded out of there and we were fortunate enough to land him. So I'm uh, to be an assistant coach for as long as they did. And now the Kings are reaping the benefits. So of it. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He, I mean, there's been a lot of, uh, not to turn this into a LeBron thing but you know every coach lebron has ever had it seems like there's always some type of drama uh with any head coach that uh lebron james has so not, not as bad as that uh what was the polish or ukrainian oh that coach. <laughs> yeah yeah that coach got the, run the out guy from like jerusalem or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh fuck what was his name he got run out the building he had yeah. the worst of it <laughs> and then tyron Lou came in and that was the year they beat the warriors right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's the uh the ball gate the one where uh lebron stepped over uh, uh draymond's head and had his balls on his head <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> oh boy wow. all right any what? other ba- uh basketball uh notes you guys want to do no no quite all right uh, good big win against milwaukee they play against the suns tonight if you're listening to this tomorrow that means that you've already seen the final score so hopefully uh, they pull out a win here tonight I'm telling you, they they uh, the Warriors win one sixteen to one twelve. It's a close one, but they pull it out. That's that's what I'm saying right now. You heard it here first. Damn, or you heard it here last. You heard it here first tomorrow. <laughs> that's <Lastly>. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, baseball time, man. It, 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 every time we get a little closer to baseball, I get a little bit more excited. I know we got some world baseball classic stuff to, to get through, but I never looked forward to uh spring and summer and baseball. I know the A's are going to probably stink, but I'm still really excited for some ball. Um, I did manage to watch some world baseball classic though. I did watch uh Chinese Taipei and uh, some Cuba. Uh, that was, that was a lot of fun. Those fans were really into it. Um, which is always, you know, Julia was 
dang, these people are really into it. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's what we need to be like at our games. We need to be into it. Um, But yeah, uh, Vince, you got some scores up here, uh, USA. Yep. Yeah. USA beat Great Britain 6 1, and then they come back and lose against Mexico 11 5 on Sunday. Uh, so uh, this this group play is uh, it's getting a little interesting for uh, United States men. They need to figure it out. And the pitching has been mid as fuck, as the kids say. Uh, so uh, the, uh, I think I actually saw a stat that said um, of the top. 14 uh, vote getters for the Cy Young uh, last year, uh, uh, American born Cy Young, you know, vote getters. None of those top 14 are on the world baseball classic team. So uh, they're sending out the B squad for the pitching staff, at least. And it's showing right now. So they really need to figure it out. I think, I mean, look, I, I get it. If you're a Mets fan or, you know, mostly if you're a Mets fan, but, who did DeGrom sign with? DeGrom signed with Texas, right? Yeah. So if you're a Texan, I, I, I get it in the sense of you paid these guys a lot of money and if they get hurt in a world baseball classic, then, you know, maybe I'm not, I'm not trying to get my guy hurt in there. What, what's up, Vince? Do, 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 do. Breaking news. The Texans are signing Jimmy Ward. Uh, so former 49ers defensive back is going to join D'Amico Ryans in Houston. So the Whoa. 49ers lose a really important key cog in the back end. And I mean, I guess what they're hoping for is if you put enough pressure on the quarterback, doesn't matter how many, uh, how good your defense, your defensive backs are, if he can't get the ball out in time, you know? So I guess the 49ers are going all in on the line, which is, you know, that's fine. I guess, you know, we'll, we'll live with that. That's kind of what the Eagles mostly did for, for years. Yeah. Put it all on the line, baby. Yeah. Good luck, Jimmy Ward, get your bag, you know? (laughs) So getting back to this USA here, uh, yeah, pitching is, is pretty lackluster. So if you're a Mets fan or a Texan fan, like maybe you don't want Verlander, or maybe you don't want DeGrom pitching or, you know, uh, and I get it, you know, you don't want these guys to get hurt. You're trying to win a World Series, not trying to win a World Baseball Classic. But at the same time, every other country's throwing out their best players, you know. So I feel like there's a little bit of a pride lack on our side when it comes to the pitching depth. Um, the only one that I know that really wanted to do it, but, uh, I guess he got permission, but some couldn't get some kind of pass or something. I don't know what the details were exactly, but uh, Kershaw wanted to join the team. So unfortunately that didn't work out, but uh, looking at the roster, I mean, we have great, we have some good bullpen depth with Ryan Presley and, and uh, uh, a couple other pitchers there. But as far as your starting pitcher goes, I mean, <clears throat> Kyle Freeland, Kendall Graveman, Lance Lynn, you know, uh, who was the last guy that pitched for us? Adam Wainwright, you know, I mean, I'm, it's not really moving a needle for me, but I mean, as far as backup rotation, like Adam Adovino, Ryan Presley, Devin Williams, like that's a great closing setup pitching rotation we have going on there, but man, it ain't going to work if you're giving up, you know, 11 runs per game. And I put a note in there just to kind of point out that we barely, I mean, we beat Great Britain six to one and then Great Britain goes to play Canada and loses eight to 18. So we have a super potent hitting lineup and we're not even hitting. I think when we played Great Britain, I think we stranded like 14 runners on base, you know? So there's a lot of question marks with this USA team. I think on paper hitting wise, they look great. But in reality, I don't, I could see us not making it out of the pool at this point, you know, um, with how lackluster we're being. Yeah, I mean, we just don't take this event seriously as Americans, I think, and the rest of the world kind of is. So mm-hmm. until we start taking it seriously and start sending our best and brightest, uh, I think we're going to continue to see a struggle. Uh, the U.S. team struggle to get out of the uh, out of the pool play, and definitely, I don't think they're going to be, you know, getting the, the winning the whole fucking thing. No. Uh, I think, uh, I think you and I both agree a team that could win the whole fucking thing is Japan. They look uh, good. Yeah. They look real good. Like that kid, uh, Roki Sasaki, Sasaki, dude, I watched this kid. If you watch the highlights of, uh, Japan versus, um, uh, Japan versus Ukraine, this kid pits, right? He's 22 years old. He's basically like Chris sale. He's throwing like 78, 85 cutters, change up sliders. 
and then throwing 101, 102 fastballs with ease repeatedly over and over and over. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what you were doing at 22, but I wasn't throwing a bat. I wasn't nearly throwing a baseball close to 90s. No, my, my, 85. My, my shoulder was already dead for seven years at that point. So, yeah. <laughs> It's insane. So um, I don't know if this kid's going to like have a splash and make maybe try to come to the to the MLB. I have no idea. But if he does sensational talent, this kid is amazing. And I hope I hope everyone gets a chance to well, at least the rule, see him. The rules him. are still kind of weird with like international players from Japan. Like you got to negotiate with the team. Yeah, yeah you got to buy the rights to negotiate. You got to yeah. win the bid to negotiate with yeah. them. And it's it's kind of like soccer to an extent with like the whole loan system and you could buy them out so you have to basically pay the team and then you once you pay the team they get the guy over here then you gotta then you could pay him for the contract right to keep him on the team so so what yeah. what i'm hearing from you is the a's are not contenders to sign this uh young phenom we've got our own japanese pitcher and he doesn't look great so um <laughs> uh, <laughs> he looks mid. <laughs> yeah. mid okay I'm also kind of lightweight rooting for Australia because their colors remind me of the A's. <laughs> <laughs> Which they made it out of Pool B with Japan, so. Got to get uh, that Kelly Green use somewhere, right? <laughs> uh, the interesting one was, was uh, I think this is Pool A. Yeah, Pool A. Everyone finished with a 2-2 record. Every single team. The two teams that made it out was Cuba and Italy because of the run differential of how many runs they've either scored, have scored and allowed. They took the total of some of those, and apparently Cuba and Italy were the most and least in those two categories. So, shout out to them. Good for Italy. Hope they bring their espresso, their Nespresso machine to the uh, next round for them. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but they brought their own Nespresso machine, which is oh, the yeah. most Italian thing I could think of. Yeah. Love it. So... <laughs> That was a great, that was a great photo. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. On brand. Totally. Totally. totally also, agree. I don't know if you guys knew too, Czech Republic. They didn't really have any names, but what was impressive about them, uh, one, Eric Sogard was on the team. He was batting second. So cool for him. But most of those guys were like average Joe workers, man. I think, well, to the exception of one that was like a brain neurosurgist, but he was like a pitcher and he pitched and he struck out uh, uh, Shohei Otani. But most of the other guys were just like a teacher construction worker so i thought that was kind of cool i love these backstories man damn (laughs) i I love these backstories (laughs) everybody do a ymca (laughs) put me in coach (laughs) i could play today (laughs) center field (laughs) okay come at me john fogarty (laughs) your chances of playing baseball is is you probably have a better chance of making it onto a sharks roster and playing for them at this point so hit me up vance what we got uh okay so the sharks they win against winnipeg in overtime three two and then they continue then they go on to lose the next three games they lose at colorado six nil they lose at St. Louis 4-2. Then they come home and get the brakes beat off them 5-2 against Minnesota. They're currently 19 wins, 36 losses, and 12 overtime losses, which, of course, is eighth in the Pacific. Dead last. Uh, the Ducks are ahead by four points. Then uh, when we look at the full Western Conference, Sharks are tied for dead last with Chicago at 50 points. And when we look at the full NHL as a whole in terms of for drafting purposes they are currently 31st out of 32 teams so they are right in the mix to win the draft lottery and get Connor bedard and that's that's the only thing going good for him right now and that's not something that i'm very happy about i don't know I like- i'm i'm happy for it man if we get bedard i mean I, I, it's not I a foregone conclusion that we get him even if we are the last pick right because it's a percentage of of being able to pick him right is that well, uh, yeah, I mean, you go into the draft lottery, so they gotta right. they gotta win the first overall pick. We'll see what happens there. But you get um, a, you get like a twenty four percent chance to win the first pick, and or you're guaranteed. Yeah, you're guaranteed like a top three. four. Yeah, I, think I think everybody you're else is like sixteen percent or something like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so we'll I'm, see what I'm happens. officially a Blue Jacket fan. I need them to start winning some games, which yeah. are probably not gonna happen. But I need them to start winning some games and. Just two dog shit teams just dog (laughs) shitting each other for dog shit. 
if we yeah. get Bedard, man, I'll be so excited for that. I'm also gonna get that kid a Big Mac because apparently he's never eaten fast food in his whole entire life. So. <laughs> yeah, so don't give him one now. He's gonna turn into yeah, what's the point? Jamarcus yeah. Russell of <laughs> yeah, could be a beached fucking shark. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't hey, have had that one. Would 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 this guy be like if he was drafted and he was coming to the Sharks? Is he like a day one starter? He might be. He, I think so. I think there's he, not he many would, of those. The, the, yeah, even the the number one most. That's what I'm saying. World. Like when Sydney Crosby got one, into the league, he was like, Pew! he yeah, no minors for Sid. And Connor Bedard is that kind of talent. He could the be other, day one. Uh, the other one was, uh, what's his name for the Capitals? He like he didn't. Oh yeah, he was di- well, but but he was playing overseas a lot before he came over. Um, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. He's like very pro. Yeah, 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 yeah. That dude has like a million goals. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. the the other he's... guy would be um Connor David would be another one that was like day one, like mm. immediately you're on the roster. There's yeah. no there's no minor league system for you. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, mo- most of the guys that are picked number one overall you expect them to to be on the NHL roster either right away or within the first half of the first season that they're in professional hockey at this level. So you expect them to come up quickly, come up and and make a difference immediately and and Connor Bedard by all reports is he's that dude. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if the Sharks get the chance to draft him at that spot. Um, the Sharks have never had the top, the number one overall position, even when they were an expansion team, they were not the number one, they were number two that year. And yeah. I, I, I think about, they were the number two, uh, when, when they drafted Patrick Marlowe, Joe Thornton was drafted by the Bruins. Number one, they drafted Patrick Marlowe, number two, both of those guys never saw a day in the minors. Uh, and somehow the Sharks ended up with both of them, but that's because Doug Wilson's a big game hunter. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love right, looking at pictures well, of Thornton like uh, when he got drafted because he had no beard, it was just like a clean face. Yeah, so, and he's got the curly hair, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like almost Jerry curling it. It's 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 <laughs> nice, it's nice. He's got some good lettuce there. Well, we're gonna keep an eye out for that number one pick if uh, the Sharks do get it. But another team on the watch list, Rexham boys, we're not only just in first place. We're now four points up in first place. Four points clear. Yeah. There's seven games left. So we're getting to the nitty gritty. So what does this mean? What does this mean? Let's break it down. We got to assume nobody knows what the hell is going on. They they uh, finish first. They go. I certainly have no idea what's going on. So uh, (laughs) if, if, if Wrexham finishes in first place, in this league, they get promoted up to the next level. That means they start making more money. They can, they have more money to fix more things in the stadium, make more improvements, and they get to play better competition. And like just overall, you get more TV time and just all kinds of benefits by getting promoted from the fifth level to the fourth level. And this and is overall, a team. That, how many levels are there? There's like nine levels. Um, oh, so. Shit. Um, but they the used to be, hell. if you're below the fifth level, which is <laughs> yeah, if you're where they're at le- right now. Yeah. yeah. Fifth level or lower. It's, it's, it's even, it's like semi-pro. It's not even like real pro right. at that point. Yeah. You're, so you level, have team bus, so you if, have they, your team if they hold on to this lead, if they win, they're going to go up to level four. Mm-hmm. Which league is that called? Or it's, what is it? It's league two, I think. Uh, uh, EFL two. So European yeah. football league two. And then after that, you go to European football league one. And then after that, it's the I always screw this up because the champions it's is, the a, championship. is a league. It's a championship yeah. league. The so. championship. And then the premiership is the is the top level. And Wrexham in the past, they were a two level between two and three, I think, for a lot of it. I'd, I'd have to look at um, the very beginning they, they of their were, history. They were they were like a championship yeah. team is yeah. what they were. Yeah. And then they like went a, a, the a level the two type team. Um and so they, they've never they been a number play. one. They've never been a number um, one. I think they had at some point, like here and there, but I'd have to double check. Um, but so when they won the championship league, the premiership didn't exist, right? So the championship league was the biggest league, and then they made a super league after that because you know so- soccer's greedy and they want all the money they can possibly get. So, um, but yeah, no. When Rexham started, we're talking like 1800s. The premier league didn't exist back then. It was right. just a championship league. So. 
Um, but point wise, for those of you who don't know, if you don't, maybe you don't understand, or you need a refresher, how is a team four points up? What does that mean? Okay. So essentially you can look at it in three ways. Okay. If you win a game, you get three points. If you tie a game, you get one point. And if you lose a game, you get no points. So uh, right now, just to give you an idea of the last five games, uh, Knott's County, who is our biggest competitor for Wrexham, they dropped three matches ago. They lost the game, which Wrexham should have won, but they ended up tying. So Wrexham got one point advantage to them. The Knott's County's uh, second game, or two matches ago, I should say, they tied a game and then Wrexham won a match. So give them that total of the, of the four points, right? So clearance of it all. And then the last game, they both won here. So what's, what's telling about the situation though, is that Wrexham does get to meet Knott's County one more time on April 10th, but Knott's County lost to a team called uh, Dag and Red and Wrexham went and played Dag and Red in Dag and Red stadium and beat them four nil. So it's kind of a big telling point, like, hey, look, if we could beat the team that beat Knott's County, we could beat Knott's County. So that's basically what they're going into. That's the MO. That's what we're looking forward to. And if you beat Knott's County on April 10th, number-wise, the math-wise, Wrexham will not drop out of first place. They will yeah. completely win the whole entire thing. If, if they continue to win and they also beat Knott's County mathematically, magic number what do you want to call it not uh brexham's going to move on to the, to the next league and, and that's what we're looking for and that's going to be a great time for that town and all the people who watched welcome to Wrexham on uh fx yeah and hulu that's so, awesome yeah you know it's a, yeah, that's it's definitely great. been a fun story to track um definitely a fun story um Vince, did you put the San Jose Earthquakes? I game? absolutely did. They got the W against Colorado, uh, 1-0. They're currently two wins, one loss. That's six points, and they are fifth in the Western Conference. It's obviously only three games into the season, but I said it But I said it last week. We're going to the playoffs this year. Woo! It's really? happening. Yeah, yeah, let's do that's it. That's his hot take. Yeah, that's my hot Damn. take. There's, you know, only 31-ish games to go, but here we go, you know? Wow. Um, <laughs> you know um, what? I would totally go to a playoff game just to visit that bar one more time. Yeah, that bar's <laughs> cool. That bar's cool. Um, the world's large—I mean, uh, North America's <laughs> largest outdoor bar. That is correct. Um, it takes up the entirety of uh, one end line, so it's it, it's it's a lot of fun over there. Obviously, we've—I've uh, been there, Sam. You took me to one of those games way back when. Um, I've been there other times with um, uh, through some work perks, uh, so that's that's nice as well. Um, yeah, this is, uh, really looking forward to seeing how the earthquakes, you know, play this year. And I'm hoping that they can, you know, make some noise. It's, it's been a while since they've been good. So if this is the year they turn it around a little bit, that'd be really exciting for the, uh, for San Jose. Maybe ownership will be all in. I doubt it, but, oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, but I only doubt it because ownership has a track record of never being all in because we've seen them be not all in before but for Vince, soccer. They have and... the stadium. They're They possibly oh. have a winning oh. team. They oh, said right. this yeah, is yeah. the key. That's right. I forgot about oh, that. Okay. All um, right. Yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. For those Let's of you who don't understand. Yeah. Uh, John Fisher's the owner of the earthquakes for those of you who don't know. Okay. Yeah. There you are. Now you're all on the inside of this joke that me and Sam were having. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, uh, I think that's it for us. Don't you think? Uh, I don't know. Tyler, you still got this last bit or what are you doing? No, I got nothing left for you guys. That's the, I thought you had weird, but true. It's not the end of March. My oh. good friends. Not till later. Now we're oh. going to move into entertainment. Let's, Let's talk about the Oscars. You got to you got to tune in at the end of the month. Yes. You got to tune in at the end of the month to get the weird but true. Yeah. That's we did a February it. edition. Hopefully March gives us another testicle and underwear story. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I, we, we, we got the um, uh, uh, NCAA tournament. I'm sure we'll run into something weird and wild. <laughs> Which, yeah. by the way, that's rounding out. So brackets will be coming soon. I think next week we should. Uh, oh no! Brackets. Well, brackets have to be filled out this week because the tournament starts this week. 
Oh, this weekend. Okay. This weekend. I know there's, so, there's what, one, two, three, four spots left to be filled. So not well, yet. We definitely got to fill out brackets and then we'll, put, the them, play-in tournament. we'll put that's them, what it is. Uh, we'll put them on yeah. air. Yeah. Sounds definitely. great. Definitely. All righty guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to my friends for welcoming me back and doing this show um vince did you welcome him back i didn't welcome him back yeah you did i didn't welcome shit i didn't say anything (laughs) sorry guys it was me i let him in the door he gave me comments you let me in the zoom you idiots (laughs) (laughs) now this show's never going to end (laughs) (laughs) no chaos reigns baby chaos all right guys thank you so much uh everyone out there listening please don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel whether you're listening to us on youtube spotify please like subscribe engage with the show um follow us on instagram and twitter at svt sports pod slide into our dms we would love to interact with you good night Bye, guys. Bye.